this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor's going to distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.com. FM to get started. Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome to an all-new Shadowhunters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. Today, we're going to be recapping Season 2, Episode 17, titled A Dark Reflection, and all of your prayers have been answered. Matthew Daddario is here in the studio. We're so excited, so stay tuned. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin! Hello again our ABTV Shadow Squad thank you so much for tuning into this Shadowhunters After Show here at AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host Sam Davidson. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at SamD43 and as promised, Matthew Daddario right here. We are very excited to have you. Thank you for being here. There are so many sounds Yes, yeah. Sounds and cameras very very hyped by your ability to. <laughs> this is incredible. Well, thank you. Uh, for the fans that don't know, which everybody does, where can they find you on social media? On Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and at Matt, what is it? Just your name, I think. I don't know. It is. Is it at Matthew we'll, we'll Dodaro? We'll yeah, you it's and Dom Matthew can't Dodaro. remember yeah. your, your Dom names. Dom can't remember either. It's just, on Twitter, it's just your name. Matthew Dodaro. Yeah, right. I'm the same on I, Matt Dodaro or Matthew? Um... Instagram. Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> Matthew. Matthew. All right. Dario. You heard it That's here where first. That's you can find me on social media. Awesome. And then, of course, Dakota T. Jones. <laughs> what is up, you guys? You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube at Mr. Dakota T. Jones. Becca Brown. Hi, y'all. can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Becca B. Talks TV. And of course, guys, don't forget to follow AfterBuzz TV at AfterBuzz TV on all social media platforms. We love it when you use the hashtag ABTV Shadowhunters. We got all of your questions for ABTV Ask Alec this so week. Many. Hundreds of questions. Literally yes. hundreds. <laughs> and we are going to get to as many of them as possible. All of them. Yeah. Yes. But before we start recapping uh, this week's, or yeah, this week's episode, let's talk about just your experience on this show. This is a wild ride. It's the first time we've interviewed you. And it's been a couple years since this started. I mean, when you got cast as Alec, was it just shocking the fan response that you got? Uh, when I when I first got yeah, cast. Yeah, when you first got oh, cast. Oh man, when you I was uh, I think I, I think I've told this story before, but I'm going to tell it again because I'm not really sure if I've 
actually Tell told it. it. <laughs> I, I was uh, I was in the car. They, I guess they they told me you have an hour to give us your social media information, and I was like, oh, thank God, I have social media. Like my mom <laughs> is the reason I have social media. <laughs> so she was an early adopter of Twitter, and she was like, you have to be on Twitter. That's what the kids are doing these days. <laughs> so I did that. So I had that. So I gave it to them. And they said, okay, you have to make an announcement. Or like a thank you to all the fans. And I said, okay. And then they announced that I was cast. And all of a sudden, my Twitter was all of a sudden, I, I hadn't turned off notifications on my phone. Oh, my God. Oh. And that was made it almost unusable. Yeah, so I airplane mode and turned off that. So I figured <laughs> that out quick. And then I got, uh, I got to the airport. And I released it. And I turned my phone off. And I kind of sat down, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a sandwich, got on the plane, got back to New York, and my social media existence has never been the same. Wow. wow. Overnight. I mean, yeah. Is that it's just very quick? <laughs> it is. I mean, it's such a big deal of a show based on all of these books. And, I mean, you have a very, very important role kind of on this show, oh, but yeah. especially... You know, for people in the world, like, you are someone that they look up to as Alec. Is that a big responsibility for you to carry? Yeah, it's. I mean, it's, it's, it's incredible because it's so, it's so unexpected. I mean, it, we had a, an idea initially that this would be successful and that people would enjoy it, but we didn't really know that it would become what it has. Yeah. And it's been really an incredible honor born out of responsibility this uh, to play this role and uh, to um, you know to carry on this Malik relationship appropriately and uh, with some purpose so that's been really tremendous we had a great time with it I still remember when it was like first when all the casting was first announced because I'm never not on social media really <laughs> so we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. And I feel like... Just like the hashtags yeah, went crazy. Yeah, it just blew up. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, no, it was, it was actually insane. funny because I, you know, I had to look up who the other people were. Like, I know that Dom was previously uh, cast, and then he was interviewing with the various Clarys or et cetera, et cetera. I look up everyone, and I'm and uh, and uh, my girlfriend at the time, Esther, is looking everybody up, and is like, "Yeah, this person, so and so." And I'm like, "I don't know. I don't know what any of this <laughs> is. I don't know who these people are." So I'm already forming all these opinions about the people. Like, maybe this guy's going to be not so nice. Like, look at this guy. He's British. Like, I don't know. Oh, what so you're talking about like. Dom? Talking about Dom? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're but like, is this guy going to be nice or is this yes. axi? Yeah. As we know, Dom is amazing. Dom is yeah, great. So nice. Much, much love to Dom. Uh, Dom's the best. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 He's awesome. It turned out better than anything could have imagined. We have all the, everyone on the yeah. show. We Everyone loves each other. And that is a very rare thing. Mm. I believe it, in yeah. this business. Definitely. It definitely is. Well, you yeah. can tell on screen that everyone loves each other. And yeah. Everyone, cause everyone because everybody's well smooching all the time, you mean? Yeah. Well, yeah. that and everyone, everyone just works so well together. Yeah. The, 
I mean, that's why Chemistry, season one, you guys, there, we had our love octagon. <laughs> now it's not even an octagon. Yeah. Now it's like a... It's just a it's big a old circle. It's a big old circle of love. Circle uh, of love. Yes. <laughs> like the circle of life. Well, <laughs> let's start recapping this week's episode. We'll start off with talking about Valentine and Sebastian slash Jonathan. I'm still not ready to let go of Sebastian's name just because that's how I know him. So yeah. I'll probably just, yeah. you know, refer to him as Sebastian mm-hmm. and Jonathan. But, you know, essentially, it's funny. You've never seen Valentine really afraid of anybody. Mm. But and now he's when he looks at Sebastian slash Jonathan, he's terrified. terrified. Yeah. He sleeps with the a knife under his pillow. Yeah. He literally, it's like, oh, it's my son. Hey, great to see you again, dude. I'm just going to slip that knife I don't know. I, I think that he's in a little bit of a situation because strategically he's kind of like, oh, like I need this guy right now. Mm-hmm. But I think that Valentine actually... Well, he did hold the soul sword and said, I think about it all the time, and et cetera, et cetera. So yeah. there was some truth there, there unless truth. Valentine has some. But he can he can sort of tell the truth and at the same time not give a full truth. Yeah. Like a half-truth. Like yeah. a silly. Yes. Of. And Valentine always yeah. always got something up his sleeve. So I don't really know how much fear he has and more so just sort of... Uh, an awareness of his yeah. uh, potential for things to go wrong. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons Valentine is such a great villain is because he even said a line in this episode, you know, he believes what he's doing is good. He always says that. Yes. It's really not coming from a place of malice, you know. <laughs> he wants to save the world. And, and he it, thinks that he's doing it. And yeah. after you deal with the clave, it's not exactly the craziest thing in the yeah. world that, he's, you know, that he has these opinions because the clave is not, if anything, is... Showing itself to be almost as bad as Valentine, but just for different reasons. Yeah. I mean, its methods are increasingly as brutal. So there's two know. sides. Yeah, there's mm-hmm. two There's two sides to every story, that's, that's for sure. Poor Elliot, who's this warlock oh. that we uh, meet. R.I.P. Yeah, I mean, uh, as sad as that Basically. scene was, um, I thought it was pretty cool was that brilliant. he could kill himself by just chanting. I mean, not cool, but you know what I I'm mean. Like, Wait a minute! It's not cool, but Damn. it's like wow, they have those kind of powers. Well, like their powers in, go that deep. A built-in preparation. I mean, that's kind of that's interesting. That's even an option for them. Yeah. I know. He's I really just, hope Magnus doesn't have something like that. I know. Yeah, I know. Mm, I could no, see him no. trying to like defend everyone and like keep information to himself if he was ever being tortured. And I'm like, please don't ever <laughs> let it come to that. Yeah. That would yeah. just like put Alec through a whole other thing. Which and he's be already so been sad. through too much. So yeah. yeah. Well. Again, I don't think it's cool that he uh, killed himself. So I just think that it's another power that we haven't seen yet, which yeah. I always well, it's, love. It's, it's, it's a cyanide capsule, you yeah. know. It's like from mm-hmm. the old spy things, exactly. Or World War Two, that kind of thing. You know, it's if you're in a situation, honestly. I mean, if you're stuck with Valentine and, and Sebastian, <laughs> yeah, you have limited options. You have very limited options. <laughs> very true. Otherwise, yeah. he would have been, you know, tortured. And they would have gotten the information, and then he would have been killed anyway. So. I- I'd almost pick being, like, if I had to be alone with one of them as a villain, Valentine, Valentine. over Sebastian. Yeah, over absolutely, John. Valentine. Because we're, we're learning more and more about Sebastian, and Sebastian's he's a real crazy. wacko. Mm-hmm. He is. He yeah. He's not all there. No. He's, uh, he's definitely not. And there was some interesting talk between Valentine and Sebastian about Clary. Um, you know, Sebastian does kind of just want to be 
part of the cool group. He wants to be, you know, with his sister, and he wants to be Sebastian accepted by everyone. wants to be part of the cool group. He does. Who's I, the cool group? You guys. Is that yeah. Us? yeah. That's you. You this, guys are the, the cool popular group. kids. The right shadows are the popular kids. Yeah. yeah. Is that what this allegory has become? Well, are we the popular kids? And right I, now I you are. So. Right now you're the head of the yeah. popular kids group. Mm-hmm. That's pretty true. Yes. Alec is the most popular he is. Kid. He right. is. I mean, he's the one demonstrating everything and like orchestrating. I mean, I mean, he's he's the dude. He is. He's definitely the dude. You're like, oh yeah, that's me. (laughs) He's the most popular guy. And uh, I just want to touch on the fact that we saw Cleophis again. Yeah. Yes. We saw a lot of characters. Yeah, not under the best circumstances. And, you know, she is, I love what she says about Clary to Sebastian. Basically, you're nothing. You have no idea what, your sister is way more powerful than you. Yeah. And, um, you know, she's on our side. She's wishy-washy as far as. I don't trust her. I don't trust her either. But I think in this moment... She's on, yeah, our side. I'm including myself in the cool group. Yeah, we are. Yeah, but everyone's playing sides all the time. (laughs) Yeah, and everybody has a motive. They do, and they're always they're always sort of trying to to sneak their way in for their own purposes. And everyone's got these kind of silly purposes. If everyone just worked it out, you know, you got to work it out, (laughs) have a little chat, maybe you know. But sometimes, obviously, the real world gets in the way. Reality gets in the way of that situation. The down world. It's like, is there time for that? I feel like on this show, I feel feel like like everything moves so fast. I I feel like Alec (laughs) tried though. I mean, he brought everyone in, you know, to try to have this board of people. We haven't really seen much That's more right. of that since, but you really tried to sit everyone down. That's and right. Like, Alec did try. He's hold yeah. hands and sing Kumbaya. We tried. Yes, we tried that. You yeah. know? Everyone <laughs> was I like, think he's that. doing a great job. The yes. only other option now is what? Mm. what? Fighting fists? War. Yeah. Fists. No. No, please no war. Well, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I still always want everybody to come together. That's always my main goal. We get to see Max again this week. Yes. Mm. Such a cutie. Tell he us a little is. bit about that adorable actor that plays Max. He seems very sweet. He's a delight. He's actually he's a, a very smart kid. And tell. he uh, causes problems for everyone when he comes by. <laughs> he, he talks a little trash. Oh. <laughs> fun. And uh, having him on, on set is always sort of delightful because he entertains us. You know, Aww. he runs around and he, he comes over, and sometimes he's very adorable, and he'll kind of hold your hand and just, oh. kind of, uh-huh. just stare off, and you're like, "Why is he holding my hand?" It's just like little kids apparently like to <laughs> hold energy. hands, yeah, which is nice. So you just look down, you're like, "Oh, we're holding hands oh, now." Holding, yeah, exactly. Cool. <laughs> he's like holding hands. Getting into character, brother. I'm just gonna hold your hand. That is so sweet. Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's nice having him around. Oh. Well, I love the relationship that we see with Max and Izzy yes. and Alec. You know, seeing their family come back together because. Because yeah. a lot of things have been talked about in regards to your family. We've seen them a few times. But it's mostly just you and Izzy. And, you know, this episode we really get to see how much you care about, you both care about Max. Izzy is on one side of the spectrum. She's very scared for him to mm-hmm. go out into the world. And so You see, this is the rule in Shadowhunters. Is if you love something, it'll get taken away. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, that's I think scary, that that's the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the rule. That's how it works. Everything that's everything that's good in this universe of Shadowhunters universe is going to be um, it's going to be it's going to be attacked by someone from the outside. And you know what we always do? We always bring in new characters mm-hmm. who have really bad motives and then they sort of either get killed. I mean like what about uh, Kaylee? 
Right. Yeah. She hops in. Yeah. And then club. she starts, you know, what is she doing? What is she co- What is she coming around for? <laughs> Just don't introduce her. Well, she was coming around for one thing, you and then know, another for thing. a little while. But yeah. we still also don't exactly know what was behind. There's a lot we don't know about that situation with Kaylee and the Seelys and Seely Queen. I'm sure as the season well, you know, finishes up, we'll figure that out. But there's a lot of unanswered questions. And I think still. at the end of the season, there's going to be some unanswered questions also. I'm sure there I just saw a certain picture today of... Of, um, oh, yeah, a got, future episode. We got a video for, clip for Sarah Highland yeah. is going to be playing. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That's very exciting. So we're yeah. excited to finally know her That's awesome. Because it's been a while. I feel like Sam know. said something like the other week like that she was surprised that Sarah wasn't uh, in the first the, episode as the Seelie Queen. And I'm like, yeah, yeah that would have been kind of... she's in it. Yeah, well, I mean, the Seelie Queen is supposed to be this creepy child and, you know, as beautiful and young as Sarah looks, mm-hmm. like... She can't really pull off, you know, 13 any, And I also anymore. think the shifting is, is kind of neat because it shows mm-hmm. a little bit aspect of her, how she views life as kind of a little bit of a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't really... The Seelies make me nervous because the Seelies exist outside of, of our realm, really. And they're kind of almost like... It's like in Lord of the Rings, the elves sort of feel like they're outside of the of the reality. Yeah. And that's that's nerve-wracking because mm-hmm. their motives are not uh, the same. They don't follow the same set of rules. Yeah. Those. And also the world is, like, so mystical and magical that it's like, how can anything bad happen? (laughs) Which is creepier. Because they like it. It is creepier. With those little teeth. Uh, Briefly, I want to talk about, uh, you know, Simon and Izzy (laughs) and Maya. (laughs) That was a lot of fun. I mean, listen, I know Simon's upset about Clary, but just say he has some good options. Maya cares so much about him. She does. She's so sweet and she seems to be like, because you know, Clary always kind of viewed him as like a best friend and then she also viewed him later on as more like a lover, but Maya is someone who seems like she is from the start kind of had those types of feelings Mm -hmm. for him, so I feel like she could really give him her all in a sense and be like, you know, I, I actually really like you. Don't you get the sense... This might upset some fans. Uh-oh. Let's do it. Don't you get the sense that Simon's feelings for Clary were always wrong. He, he, he loved her as a friend. This is very similar to how Alec felt about Jace. That's not... Oh, yeah. I always believe that that wasn't true romantic love, but it's difficult for young people to differentiate. He felt this brotherly love for him that was so intense that he couldn't separate his kind of uh, romantic love feelings from that from that friend love. And I think that's the same yeah. thing that happened to Simon. And you see this a lot in real life, where people aren't able to separate those two qualities. And I think that he really, he went into this and he's feeling all these, these incredible things, but he's young. He doesn't quite understand them. Yeah. And so then, really, the truth is, is that Clary can't get into it. And I think that he really couldn't get into it either. And I think now that he's seeing... Well, you know, it's Maya's, what, two days in? I mean, yeah. you know, it's love. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, this is all taking place over... I mean, from the first episode, I think it's been a few months. Mm-hmm. It's it's so insane, so... I know. But I get that. Things happen so quickly. I, I think no, you're right. I think, I think that's I, spot even, on. Yeah, even me, like, before, that's happened before with the girl I thought that I really... We grew up as friends, and yeah. then it didn't work out, and it's like, of course it didn't work out. It was never meant no, to be No, it's not a true... Yeah, you're just young. Sometimes yeah. you're better off as friends. Yeah. Right. Keeping that friendship strong. And I think after Simon his hurt feelings are gone and he has another established relationship with hopefully Maya that he'll be able to rekindle his friendship with Clary. Uh, I want to give a shout out to that Izzy and Maya scene though real quick. I loved uh, when Maya was talking about, you know, her sad past or whatever happened to her and uh, she says, well, it's not Jace. 
and Izzy goes, wait, you what? Yeah. You and Jace? I'm glad they mentioned yeah. it. Because She's like, yeah. it was fun. That was a very shocking scene, and I feel like nobody's talked about it. It's just, I'm looking it, it forward just, to when Simon finds out. Oh, oh my god, That's going to be drama. It is. I feel like I never even Simon overthinks things. Yeah, he's like, why? Why does everyone want Jace? And he literally I'm overthinks second. everything. Why does everyone want Jace? <laughs> he's, he's, Simon, we've talked about this. Simon's running through run through the whole town world. Simon is without a doubt the Lothario of the entire <laughs> show. He's, he's, everyone is, and he's always like these today. Like, what? Oh, I'm so cute and adorable. No. <laughs> That's not true. He's, he's trouble and he knows it. And I think he's playing us. Ooh. Oh, I think Simon's playing all of you. Well, because he does give—he he does give off that very like innocent, like oh, I, I don't know what I'm doing, like oh, like he kind of stutters and is like uh, like I'm cute, yeah, and I'm like cute. I'm cute and everything. But, oh, I know you're gonna kiss. Like, he's going home every night. He's like, yeah, I know it. Yeah, he's like, got, I got it. it. Got it. I, I need to try canoes. this. I need it, to, I need to pull a Simon because yeah, it's all part of Raphael's plan. Working out right now. Well, on that note, let's get into the Malik of it all, you guys. So some drama. <laughs> Some drama in this episode between you guys. I mean, I don't think that Magnus has ever officially really forgiven Alec after the whole body switch with Valentine. I think he's still really holding some feelings okay. inside. Okay, all right. Feelings. Look, you know, <laughs> everybody, everyone wants to, everyone's going to try and drag Alec right now. And the reality <laughs> is that Alec did what he thought was best for the most people. His concern is the greater good. Yeah. He's concerned about all of you. Not just his love life. Mm -hmm. Because we can't just choose one person. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we have to recognize. I think, and I keep saying this, I think one of the biggest uh, uh, failings of Alex uh, Alex this season is the fact that he ignored his sister's quiet cries for help. I mean, he should have recognized it. I know she pushed him away, but he should have recognized earlier. But he was too focused on his own personal emotional issues. Now, at the same time, you have to be selfish. So these are... I talked about a lot about this yesterday at Com- uh, yesterday at the Comic Con, mm-hmm. and um, it's look, it's a rough situation to be in. You have to share information when it's appropriate, but we don't go home with classified information and tell our husbands and wives. We right. don't yeah. do that. We, mm-hmm. we 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 hold on to that information, and, and I think that Magnus feels hurt because. He's relating it to past experiences where he's been hurt in similar situations. So he's applying though that his that history to Alec, mm-hmm. which is unfair. It's unfair. <laughs> it's unfair, and and that's why Alec and him ha- need to have more of these conversations about Magnus's past. So they can it's work good. through that. Yeah, so they can work through that so they can understand why Magnus is feeling this way instead of Magnus getting upset. Yeah, I mean it's like a huge Bible of like thousands of pages to have to learn yeah. all this past. I mean, yeah. it's a long conversation that would probably take long. years. They have uh, to learn everything it's not like about we're each just other. Like, we're not like just these 20-year-olds who are like, oh yeah, like this is the stuff that's happened in these 20 years. It's like, he's like an old dude. Right. Yeah. And that's, he's that's, an old dude. It's true. There's a, lot, there's a lot of weirdness in this relationship that needs to be worked through. Mm-hmm. And I think that what's great about it is that it's being done in a way that is in fact quite honest, which mm-hmm. is nice, because they recognize that there's a difference there, and they play it carefully. Yeah. And I like that. And I mean, shout out to Dom. I know a lot yeah. of you guys were real upset about mm-hmm. some stuff that he said about Malik, but you essentially just said the same thing, that a relationship takes time. But that's right. what's beautiful about relationships. It is. Yeah. Is that, that, that you, you learn about people's history, and you create then new history together, and you try to create a better history for both of you. And regardless of 
of the circumstances, whether or not you're with a 500-year-old warlock and you're a 20-year-old shadow hunter who's been closeted for the previous 20 years <laughs> and suffering a variety of, uh, of problems, he, you know, at some point you have to make that kind of that push to make the person you love, you know, feel good. Yeah, because well, Dom got all this this heat from basically just saying that they are two different people who they really, really like each other and they're trying to work things out. But you can't just be like this happy couple can't be who's just like together really forever until you know more about each other. Oh, I would hope not. That would be very boring. Yeah. 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 No, there's got to be... You have to have... You have to have discovery mm-hmm. and you have to have conflict. These are the sources of, of development and relationships, how you grow. I mean, you don't grow living inside Eden. Nobody grew. You, you, uh, you need that. You need that problem. Yeah. But at the same time, let's not talk about negativity. Because mm-hmm. no. negativity is a constant problem in general. And I think mm-hmm. that we have to focus on the great thing about all this, which is the, the, the incredible positivity from the fans mm-hmm. yes. on the show, which works through, somehow works through all these problems with positivity. And I love it. Yeah, I love, I love it. it too. And this, you know, the Malik relationship specifically, it is it's so important to so many it. people. You know, for many, many reasons. But one of those reasons also being is that it's real. Even though the mm-hmm. show is about crazy fake stuff, it's a real relationship. Even though, you know, Magnus is it's thousands of years old, however old he is. Uh, hun- how old is he? Hundreds? Seven hundred? I don't know. He sort of um, he misleads people about that sometimes. Yeah, yeah maybe he <laughs> lies a little bit about his age and he's 2,000 and he's just embarrassed. He's, he's an elderly man. He's But a very good in looking, a great, in a great body. Exactly. But uh, <laughs> an elderly man in a great body. I love that. Yes, um, to be honest. You know, what's, it's actually interesting about it is that um, we get asked a lot, like, you know, do you feel a sense of responsibility of these things? And one, one of the things I realized sort of yesterday was that we don't act- actively own the characters mm-hmm. because we don't because the characters existed before us the characters uh, people have thought about a tremendous amount so in the ether of, of everything there is all this care and worry about these characters so the characters belong to many people and as a result we never really try to ever claim ownership especially since the how important the characters are to a number of people mm-hmm. for a variety of experiences that we haven't had Yes, we have similar experiences in a lot of different ways, but we haven't shared those exact experiences. So we try to take from what we see from others, adapt, understand those, and then add those to the relationship. And I think that that's something that um, has proven successful so far, so we're going to continue to do that. Absolutely. But they also have certain aspects of their character that I think apply to everyone, and uh, a lot of that I discussed recently is um, they, they put walls up, each of them. They're yes. both walled up. And I think okay. people relate to that, to being closed off and then mm-hmm. opening with each other. That love that, that, that is formed from that opening with each other, that trust, that's very interesting. People relate to that, and I think that that's, that's very meaningful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think everyone can relate to the being closed off at first and then, like, meeting someone, getting comfortable around people, and then... And then getting scared, and then... And yeah. then accepting yeah. yourself and, accept, and having other people accept you for if things you don't, you know, for things that are maybe socially unacceptable or socially for whatever... Yeah. Reason, you know. <laughs> well, do you think that Magnus has a right to be as angry as he is when he has that conversation with Luke? And even Luke oh, says, baby. you know, you calm know, down, you dude. You know I'm going to protect Alec to the end of days. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say that, look, yes, given his experiences, yes. But at the same time, I think he reacted with too much anger. Yeah, I let mean, out, he throws, he throws something, you know, like, he's very destructive, and, and anytime mm. that anyone's that angry, it's like, okay, 
Like, this is not just a one-sided thing. Like, you play a part in this as well. Right. Let's have a calm conversation. Yeah. Well, this Very goes back also to what you were saying about the... I mean, we, look, we almost did torture him, which is a, yeah. a different thing and that Alex should never have been involved in, mm-hmm. um, especially with the doubts that he had. But I think that that's... Yeah. We'll look past that. I still have anxiety thinking about that scene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's Very a nightmare. <laughs> it is definitely yeah. a nightmare. But I do, you know, there's so many characters and when you see like for instance Alec and Luke, they don't interact all that much, but from a few episodes ago when Alec essentially saved Luke and goes, you know, you get a free pass, uh, which is something we remember now, and it's something Luke remembers. And he's like, Alec is a good guy; he's a fair guy. But Let's Luke, give him a chance. Luke also is one of these characters who's infinitely more complex than we are privy to, mm-hmm. and has far more history. Alec is so beneath Luke in terms of experience and understanding, and I think that Alec is good at recognizing that. That is something that he's capable of, of seeing, and so. He can't pass judgment on somebody that he really does not have any any uh, real right to. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot going on there. I think Luke is so wonderful because he has so much to teach everyone. Yes. I think Luke every is character. so wonderful. I think Luke wonderful. is so wonderful, too. <laughs> I really do. I, I love him. And, you know, you, you love Isaiah's butt as well. So. We heard a lot about this. <laughs> yes. a, lot about, a lot about, a lot yeah, about the butts. butts we'll yeah. get into the butts in a little bit. Okay, no butt but, talk. But, well, no, no, we do have butt questions. Yeah. Oh, we do. Don't, okay, don't yeah. you worry. Don't worry about uh, it. But before we get to the <laughs> questions, of course, want to talk about what's going on with Clary this episode, with Clary and Jace. Dot comes back because she has this super love that tattoo. It's mm. kind of cool. Getting it tomorrow. Even though it's terrifying <laughs> um, because it means that you're next, essentially. Yeah. And now yeah. you're responsible for the mirror and keeping it. And I thought it was really cool that scene where they track where it is in the park. And Clary says, Mom did this specifically to know that I'm going to a place that I remember mm-hmm. and I'll remember this place. So they find it. And uh, that's what do we call in? Uh, Sebastian slash Jonathan slash Burn. We're calling him Burn Man. I'm just calling Burnt. Yeah, just Burnt Toast. Burnt Toast. No, you said Birdman. No, <laughs> Bird no, no. I always call him Sebastian. Movie. I like Sebastian. All right, we'll so Sebastian's in Burn form. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's in Burnt Toast form. Yeah, he, he has many faces. He's a, yeah. <laughs> and one of them not so pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's gross. Wow. Yeah, I mean. Well, I want him to come back and just take the Sebastian form all the time. Yeah, I think he should. I think he. I think he's found a body that he likes, mm-hmm. and I think he needs to come back wearing that same face all the time because I think that's that's what I've identified Sebastian with. Mm-hmm. Right. And yes. I think that we can sort of. You know what I'd like to see? Is I'd like to see like when he gets angry, his his his, his disguise starts to melt away. Yeah. Almost yeah. starts to singe because that's it's. He's hiding his true form, but he can't, and that anger is his weakness. Yeah. yeah. And I like that. Plus, we don't want to have to recast Will Tudor because he's no. awesome. So no, we want to keep him on. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Not in a million years. Uh, Kidding me? There was <laughs> that accent is charming. We were talking about this a little bit before the show started off camera, but I said to these guys, what the heck? Why is uh, Sebastian kissing his sister mm. when he knows it's his sister? <laughs> I, so I Sebastian and all there. Yeah. Sebastian, <laughs> yeah. Sebastian. Okay, He's with Valentine, we had a, we had a, a super villain, right? Mm-hmm. But he was motivated by real decisions, by logic of his own making. Understandable. We can understand it. 
I don't think so with Sebastian. <laughs> Sebastian's not operating out by some sort of... Uh, he, he has something that he wants, and he's going to do anything to get it, and he doesn't really... He's been living down in a yeah. bad place. And he's yeah. very angry, and you can tell it's literally, like, burned. Like, he's coming through the surface of his body, just, like, burned and and so mad. But, yeah. but I mean, I just hope we get a little clarification still. And no matter how angry you are... you know, Don't kiss your sister. Yeah. At, at the same time, though, when, like, Claire is, like, talking... When Claire was talking to him, I kind of saw a shred of human uh, in him. Yeah, yeah. I well, mean, yeah, no, but he's a, he's a, he's a tragic character yeah. because he's yeah. actually just he's a creation, an experiment by this monster Valentine. Yeah, who he can't and, help it. and it's it's a, a horrifying life that he's been thrust into. So it's not it's not he's not to blame. He's a, he's a creation of a monster and he's become a monster himself and what do you do about that? It's, it's sort of an old story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you know, Clary has said she said to him thinking Horrible. not knowing he was Jonathan that he's my brother like no matter how bad he is, it's the only family she's really got because Yeah. Yeah, but you know, family Family is great. Yeah, but not family. if you're murdering everyone, you know. Uh, you know, you know. You, the rule is you always got to support family, but I think there's sort of cutoff points. You can yeah. cut people out. I yeah. think family is includes friends too. Yeah, she has a group of friends around her. They're essentially her that family. Care about her, and even Jace says that. You know, we see a few uh, Jace and Clary romantic moments, which I am really hoping to get more of in the last few episodes. Uh, to end this episode, we have a Max and Sebastian. Max figures it mm, out. Mm. Tracks it back, his hair. It's about damn time. Do you think Alec was figuring it out at all? Because there was at one oh, point where god. he said... I don't know. Alec, oh god. I, don't, I, don't, I, I think he knows don't. something is off. a lot going, a lot going on. But you don't bring in just you, the guy, you see him and he's like, oh, he's kind of cute and charming. Let's put him ahead of security. <laughs> I'm just saying, and then everything starts going wrong. He's like, hmm. You know, let's do a little detective work. Okay, there's a there's a mole here all of a sudden. Have we brought anyone new in? Uh, yeah. Well, just the cute guy from over there. <laughs> he's fine. Yeah, you gotta he's feel fine. Bad no, for no, Alex. no, he's fine. Have you vetted him? No, not really. He's British, you know. He's, <laughs> he's nice. fine. I put him in charge anyone. of security. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Alec is, uh, Alec is a very good example of, of classic clave training. He's um, <laughs> not all that capable right Well, you now. know, he's a 20 year old dude. He. Uh, <laughs> He has a lot to learn, but I think he's doing a pretty great job. On that note, guys, let's start getting into some of oh, yeah, our million questions. questions. Yeah, I know. We have mm, so many. Okay, I will start with uh, Celestino Vela, which is, she is at DCM. Okay, you know what? Sorry, Celestino Vela. I, your name's a little hard to pronounce on Twitter, but here is the question. <laughs> what has been one of your favorite scenes to film? If you have read the books, which scene are you most excited to bring to life? That's two questions. All right, two questions. To be you could do either or Ms. or both. Vella. So we're gonna go with the first one here. Right. What has uh, been one of your favorite scenes to film? Uh, huh. I mean, this okay. So favorite depends. I mean, favorite from a uh, emotional acting standard standpoint, or like what was the most fun to film, or what was kind of say an what was the most day. fun. The most fun, the most fun to film is. Uh, it's action scenes. It's they're mm-hmm. fun to film. Yeah, because you're very involved and it's it's fun. I liked. Are you going to see some scenes in 1920 that were kind of a lot of fun? It's fun to work with the stunt team. It's fun mm-hmm. to work with uh, the other actors and, and coordinate everything because it's very physical and that's fun. I like I like doing you know physical awesome. activities. So All right. there's one in 1920 that I really, really like. I'm excited. That's awesome. Okay, so at Lisa Thorpe 12 wants mm-hmm. to know, even though Alex perfect, mm-hmm. if you could change one thing about Alec, what would it be? 
Oh god, guys, <laughs> these questions are rough because um, <laughs> yeah, there are lots of things you, you change, but I think he's actively changing. So I would never forcibly uh, apply a change. I would like that change to come organically from experience, and uh, that way it'll stick. Because yeah. if you just change something, it's not it's not really a good quality. It's like when people think they can change somebody. They're like, oh, I can change yeah. her. I can change him. No, no, no. You don't. It's that's like not you are who you are, and then yes. the way that you become is. From what you learn from growth. your yeah, from other exactly. So I, I wouldn't change anything about him. I let him change. Oh, yeah, that was well said. Awesome. That's, that's awesome. Um, it's Adina asked, "What do you think or do before shooting a scene? How do you channel Alec?" Uh, there's certain physical things. One, Alec stands a certain way, so I start to adopt that pose. Alec is. Um, you know, there's something I regret. I've said this before. Something I sort of regret is that in the first season, I made Alec very... He's closed, right? Mm -hmm. And as a result, he's very calm. And sometimes it goes too far because sometimes he's not... He's hiding what he's feeling, but when we're acting, we can't really hide what we're feeling all the time or else that's not interesting. Yeah. And unfortunately, sometimes that comes through and I'm watching a scene and I say, you know, I have to do a better job of showing a little more emotion here, even though Alec wouldn't. Oh, my God. I think my chair just broke. Oh, no. This entire oh, it did. Time, it you guys, this entire time, oh I'm like, God. I feel like the chair is going to break. Because you've been leaning to side and side. I'm re no, it was broken when it when it got here. It's all right, guys. Are we going to be okay? This is like my mother always said, don't lean back in a oh chair. <laughs> I thought you were going down. <laughs> um. Oh, that's a first. That's fun. Um, okay, here. I have Whippers. a good one. Miri at Lightbane said, will Alec ever talk about the struggles with his sexuality and what he has to endure. Will he discuss it actively? Yeah, or like, will we, you know... I could see him discussing it with Magnus. Mm -hmm. I can't see him discussing it with other people. It's uh, That's something that's... Very personal. Personal, and I don't feel that he has the... I don't know if he's the type to discuss it with many people. Yeah, it's more of a private thing for, for him. For him, I think it's very private. I think for him it's very private, and I think that uh, luckily he does have people around. I think he he could hint at it and throw it into ca into casual conversation mm -hmm. as a way to, uh, you know, tell about his own personal experience. But I can't see him. Alec is too reserved, reserved. and kind of closed up. Yeah. yeah, I can't see that part about him changing. But that's part of him that I kind of yeah. like. Not maybe in this instance, but I do like his reserved quality. I think it um, makes him interesting. Definitely. Definitely. Okay, at Luke's Magnus wants to know, Isaiah somewhat confirmed that Luke and Maris is a high possibility in the future. How do you think Alec would feel slash react? <laughs> Luke, what are you trying to do? Looking, <laughs> looking over to the publicist there, like, what, what can I... You, you can say a pass. You can always say a no, pass. No, I'm not saying a pass. I'm saying if, if Luke is the right choice for Maris, then that's fine. Ma, you can go out on a date with Luke. A few dates. Maybe it'll work out. I, I like Luke. That's fine. But, you know, we need a little time. My dad's still my dad. Mm -hmm. That kind of situation. At the same time, yeah, go to town, Mom, whatever makes you happy. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure I Luke like will it. make you Fair very enough. happy. Okay. Um, Bane Dario uh, asked if Alec had a Twitter account, what would be? what would his first tweet be? That's an interesting question. Yeah, I feel like... I'd and the like username is, like, Magnus' last name and then, like, half of your last name. Yeah. Uh, what would what would Alec's first tweet be? Alec wouldn't be on Twitter. It's it's crazy. <laughs> I said this before. I'll say it again. His image would be that egg thing. He, he, would, he's, he's, he would... If he tweets, it would be accidental. It would be like he would type in his password thinking he has to type in his oh, password no. again. No, he's not that dumb. No, it's, that's false. He wouldn't do that. Or maybe he would say, Izzy made me join. 
Yeah, it would be something <laughs> sarcastic. Be like, Izzy, you happy now? Yeah. I, I can't see him on Twitter. Maybe the coordinates uh, yeah. of something. I yeah. think, you know, he would be the egg guy. He'd yeah. just be like, Probably. what dis? Hey, watch out. <laughs> what dis? <laughs> no, right. he's not on Twitter. Ridiculous yeah. question. Absolutely insane question. <laughs> yeah. Lex Probably at Soft Jaces says, what is one thing you've discovered about yourself from playing Alec? Ooh. Guys with these questions. Okay, look. When you ask these kind of questions, this is what happens. <laughs> I have to evaluate. Okay, look. I have to look at myself very personally, very deeply. This is not something we do every day. We don't like to do this, reflect so deeply upon ourselves. And when you're playing a character who is very broken in a lot of ways, and you then try to relate that to yourself, you start to see things maybe you're not trying to look at so hard. So there are certain elements of my personality which I have felt have... Uh, I've sort of been able to point out that were shared with Alec, maybe because I brought those qualities to Alec, and then mm -hmm. I w couldn't uh, neglect them. So I try to be, I think since playing Alec, I think that I'm a more open person, because I've tried to reduce my closeness. Alright, we'll have two more questions, you guys. You go, and then I'll go, Becca. Okay. At Happy Free Lonely asks, what's your favorite thing about being in a Supernatural show? My favorite thing about being in a Supernatural show is that you don't have to take everything so seriously. It's kind of nice because you uh, you get to you playing in this world, and it's like some things are ridiculous. Like some things are just absolutely outrageous. Like <laughs> why aren't you doing this? And it's like, well, because you know this supernatural thing. You can explain certain things away. I like that it's not all too serious. Yeah. Like if I was on like a crime drama, real world crime drama, I'd constantly be like, well, this doesn't make any sense. And they'd be like, well, it's just a show. Well. But it's based in real but life. You can't you set you set the rules. Yeah, yeah. It's real life rules. For example, nobody can be running around New York City on a, a escape chase driving down Fifth Avenue. You would get there's a million cops. There's traffic. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> makes any sense. And I'd be like, this is just silly. But you you know suspend your imagination. In the supernatural world, we can just you know we can come up with things. But the thing I like about the show, it also has like real life aspects to it. Of course, as well. No, it, from a relationship great. point of view, absolutely, mm -hmm. absolutely. Okay, last question, you guys. Gracie at Gracie underscore Reader Zero said, what has been your favorite Malik scene, scene to film so far and Ooh. why? Hmm. It's a good one. It's a good one, Gracie. They're honest moments. So very honest moments. Were, so I actually think that probably my fa favorite, and it's a testament to Harry's uh, acting, is a scene where he's revealing that about his, his past. And um, that was very meaningful, I think, to their relationship, and more so than many other mm -hmm. interactions between the two of them. So I'd like to see more, you know, these honest discussions. I think that that's very, and, it, and that was nice because I feel like we did something good there. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Well, very quickly, you guys, let's get into some very brief predictions for the next episode. And Matt, you can just now, look and smile and uh, put on your poker face, okay? <laughs> <laughs> or make a prediction. <laughs> you make a prediction. Yeah. All right. You want to start us off, Dakota? Okay. So this is something that I know a lot of people think might happen. But so whatever your reaction is, I'm not going to base anything off that because I don't want to get you in trouble. But I feel like Max is not going to make it. I feel like that too. Because that that's, my that's something that people have talked about in the books. And judging by the end of this episode... I don't know, but I don't feel like he's the one that, like, at the Comic-Con trailer, it said at the end, like, one will not survive. I feel like he is not that person. So I feel like Max might pass, and then someone else might pass. Well, I don't feel like a... 
looking at that quite right, right? Because, I mean, if you do the logic, we said that there's one person who died. Oh, yeah. That's true. That is true. Okay. Yeah, okay. Dakota lost. So but maybe I am. There's not one. There's many people who die. Oh. Everyone. We kill, we kill dozens of people. <laughs> Everyone dies. Show. Everyone's already dead, you guys. What if this is just a yeah. purgatory that yeah. a bunch of people are in? It's just a dream. <laughs> what about you, Becca? That was my prediction. I, I don't think Max is going to... Okay, so he's not gonna make it. I was texting you guys. I have this crazy theory, and now the more we talk about it, I'm thinking I'm probably wrong. But because of you know Luke and Maris, there's talk about that. But my theory is that if someone dies, which somebody will, I don't want it to be Luke. But thinking maybe it could be Luke, and then maybe we'll see Jocelyn for a second, and we'll see that he's going to a better place to be with her, and it'll be okay. <laughs> I would say this. I would say that you guys should look at the main cast, mm-hmm. right? And you should go online and look. Have anybody been trying to book other things recently? Yeah. Has anybody oh, been that happens other so things? much? So you should look at that. You go online, guys. Uh, I want so you to go start searching. Start looking good. at people's IMDb pages. Like, start mm. digging. Start start digging and start. And I want you guys to come up with so many theories and theories. And I want you guys to speculate as much as possible because you know I always tell you to speculate, speculate, speculate. <laughs> No, I tell you the exact opposite. Don't speculate. <laughs> Don't make predictions. You're not going to get it right. And if you do, congratu- congratulations. That's great. But, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes they overthink it, and then and then they're like, oh, well, I oh, just and then you have like 500 predictions was... that don't make sense. Yeah, well, I cannot wait to see if any of us are right. Yep. I I really am not confident that any of us are at this point. Hopefully, next week we'll have a little bit more intel to see where this is going. On that note, thank you so much, Matt, for coming in. This thank was a you. blast. Thank you. So much fun. We, we loved having have you. really, really for a long time wanted you to come and yes. see the fans. So we so much appreciate you making the time. Uh, one more time, where can they find you on social? media y'all can follow me on twitter and instagram at becca b text tv all right and guys i'm so sorry there was three more people that i promised that i would ask a question hopefully afterwards i can film it with him but we love you guys you can find me everywhere at mr dakota t jones and you can find me on instagram and twitter at my name (laughs) (laughs) and you guys can find me sam davidson at sam 43 on twitter and instagram and sam davidson entertainment.com thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week bye Bye. guys from executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.